Let's begin. Last we saw October Jones and Fish with Legs, October was in recovery from her allergic reaction to bees in a trench coat's bee sting. Despite this, she defiantly decided the pair should set out in search of the elemental creature of Earth, who's long been lost somewhere deep in the royal ant empire. Unbeknownst to them, they're racing against the snakes. We now find them wandering one of the royal ant empire's auxiliary Brazilian ports, Giant insects about the size of adult humans or three stacked fishes with legs bustle in an orderly fashion across the neatly paved plaza and onto jutting piers. Many sort themselves into genteel queues to get on or off a boat. They walk on two of their legs and wear either finicky clothes, long frills, tailcoats, ascots, or rough dock working apparel. Got some class stuff going on here. Fish with Legs leads the way along the water, squinting with industrious cheer at every steamship they pass. October is out of her convalescence PJs and back in her gray Jones uniform, with her fuzzy pink backpack bobbing on her back. She peers suspiciously around at the crowd. All right, Fish with Legs, keep your wits about you. We're in enemy territory now. <gasps> Audible gasp! There's fancy dresses coming out of that boat with fancy people in them. <gasps> These bugs may look fancy, but that's only because they have legions of drones doing their dirty work. And there's fancy capes too. Oh, and a walking stick. <gasps> Maybe I should get a walking stick. They're slimy, cowardly master manipulators. That's how their empire conquered Mediterranean. Fish with legs finds a long stick and picks it up. She starts walking with it. All in service of their disgusting, ancient, immortal queen who bathes in the blood of her own children to stay alive. Oh, oh. Aw, snap. Fish, are you even listening to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Giant insects bad. Humans good. But more importantly, my walking stick just broke. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, you know what? I was, I was trying to find the Agatha, and then you started rambling about political stuff, and I got distracted, okay? And... You should have seen that coming by now. Okay. Where's the Agatha? All the ship names are written in Ant. I think I remember offering to teach you. Why would you use any alphabet other than human? It's perfect. Come along, darling. The Agatha is just this way. Oh, convenient. Let's go. Wait, fish. Maybe we should just lurk behind them and... Too late. This fishy train has left the station. Choo-choo, all aboard. Fish with legs locomotes away toward the convenient couple, a distinguished ladybug leading a delighted cricket through the port. A spider dock porter follows them, carrying two valises in each arm. October has a harder time getting through the crowd. Sweetheart, look, it's just like I remember! <laughs> yes, darling. Oh, but they painted the wheel red. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Ladybug? The ladybug turns sharply, his long green frock coat flaring. He tilts his top hat in greeting. It's Lord... Actually, oh, good day, fish. Uh, with legs? Hi, I'm 
like fish with legs. I'm a fish with legs. I'm the elemental creature water, and me and my soon-to-be best friend, October Jones, are looking for our boat, the Agatha. We're taking it across the Red or Black Sea as part of our journey to find the elemental creature of Earth who is hidden in a long-lost temple somewhere in the distant, sandy land of ancient treasures, Sanlantis. The Agatha! We're taking the same boat! <gasps> the cricket is in a light, flouncy plum dress with very poofed shoulders but trim sleeves. She leans over a bit to talk to Fish, all four hands on her knees. Did you and your friend get separated? Fish! Slow down. The cricket stands up, antenna stiff. She shrinks back behind the ladybug's shoulder. Scry, you're so slippery. A human. The cricket clutches her purse closer. Dear, let's go. Uh, I'm sure they can find it on their own. Uh, Now, now, darling, we can't be rude. You needn't fear, she's clearly an adolescent. No kind of warrior. What? But sweetheart! Don't believe all those crass stories. She's not going to eat you. Right? Ew, no, obviously not. Why would I eat bugs? The cricket peers out at October from her hiding place. But what if she lures us into danger with a hypnotic magic light only to trap us in her sticky net and leave us to starve to death? That doesn't happen anymore, Chirpy. That was wartime, a hundred years ago. Or never. That sounds made up. Wartime, Sheldon? Then would you call Cactusville and a picnic? Or the massacre of Atlaska? Or the invasion of St. Cole's Sewer? Don't make a scene. Don't worry about October. She doesn't have a magic light or a sticky net. She's harmless. Well, I wouldn't say harmless. And you know what? She was all nervous about meeting giant insects. I wasn't nervous. You see? She's just as scared of you as you are of her. Mm -hmm. I'm not scared. But I am feeling ignored. The cricket steps cautiously out from behind the ladybug. But why is it missing limbs? It's disturbing. Darling, introduce yourself. It's embarrassing when you're rude. Hello, my name is Chirpy Singer. What is your name? October Jones. Is that a normal human name? Chirpy! Oh, it's fine. I already have a complex. I am Lord Sheldon Spottingham. Chirpy is my fiancé. Did you say uh, Lord? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting stuff. So you know things like how to play polo and why wine glasses look different from regular glasses? Yes, I suppose. (gasps) Sheldon is quite well connected. Enough to book his passage on the Agatha, the premier vessel of the Red or Black Sea. Wait. Is this a fancy boat? Does it have mimosas? It has everything. It's been running this luxury cruise route for over 15 years. It's famous. What the quack are we waiting around here for? Let's get going. Quite right. Come along, spider. Sheldon folds Chirpy's spindly, chitinous hands into the crooks of his elbows and leads the promenade down the pier. Wait, is that it? The boat they're heading for is a paddle steamer with a beautifully put together water wheel on the back, but that's like its only good feature. Kinda dingy. Only one dinghy. It's covered in barnacles, too. Chirpy's eyes literally sparkle, entranced by the lackluster boat. For some reason. The spider porter drops their bags and Sheldon tips her a few small copper rings on her way out. Then he and his fiancée go up the wobbly boarding ramp. At the top stands a gruff beetle, dressed all sailory, with a black turtleneck and knit cap with holes poked for his antenna. 
Kind of bug-eyed. Welcome to the Agatha, premier vessel of the Red or Black Sea. Tickets, please. Good day, sir. I am Lord Sheldon Spottingham, and this is... Tickets, Lord Sheldon. <laughs> well, it's it's Lord Spottingham, actually. Right then. Sheldon pulls out their tickets. The beetle tugs his cap lower, then grabs them yeah. with a dead glaze to his eyes, punches the holes, and returns them. Yeah. Thank you, good sir. Sheldon tugs Chirpy to step onto the boat, but she's now examining the beetle, entranced. He's keeping his eyes down and scowling. She reaches a hand out. Come to- along, Chirpy. Leave the man to his work. You can bother him with your questions later. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so excited to be on the Agatha. Miss with legs, I hope you and your companion will join us for afternoon tea once we're underway. Yes, tea and mimosa. They exchange waves, and October and Fish mount the ramp as the insectoid couple vanish into the cabin area, abandoning their bags on the dock. Welcome to the Agatha, the premier vessel of the Red or Black Sea tickets, please. Wow! What an elaborate and involved story have we got to tell you. It all started when I ran away from my home. Long story short, we don't have tickets. But I can't let you on without tickets, so I don't know what you expect. But our friend Dr. Stickman spoke with your captain. Well, no one told me about that, so I need to see some tickets. Brody, please. A cicada hurriedly lumbers up behind the beetle. He's dressed in a sharp white coat with epaulettes and matching brimmed cap. They're guests of the Agatha. There's no need to be so stern with them. Yeah, but they don't have tickets. I mean, my job is to check if guests have tickets. Hush, 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 hush. October Jones and Fish with Legs. <gasps> yes, that's us. He pushes himself in front of the beetle and shakes her fin, then October's <laughs> hand. Our friend, Dr. Stickman, said he spoke with you? Indeed. Dr. Stickman's letter was quite a surprise. Yes, yes. Quite a predicament you're in. I'm Captain Humphrey Hummer, and this here is Brody Body. But please don't mind him. He's out of practice with the social nicety. Yes, yes, yes. Usually we keep him below decks, but uh, we're a little short-staffed today. Short-staffed? For regular reasons. Regular reasons? Yes, as in there are no suspicious circumstances tied to recent cutbacks. Suspicious circumstances? Why do you keep repeating what he says? Because he keeps saying things that weren't repeating. If you would follow me, Miss Jones, uh, Miss with legs, I'll bring you to your room. Only the finest for friends of Dr. Stickman. Rody, deal with those bags. Captain Hummer gestures to Chirpy and Sheldon's abandoned luggage at the end of the ramp before leading Fish in October past him onto the boat. Rody slumps as he heads down to get the bags. Don't even have dental. Captain Hummer leads Fish in October past an open hatch in the center of the foredeck. Foredeck? Like the front deck. The rest of the deck is taken up by the main cabin, with a strip of covered walkway around the edge. The front of the cabin has a set of stairs going to an upper deck. They stop in front of a door on ground level. Your number three. Here is the key. Upstairs are the lounge and the dining room, as well as a luxurious cabin-top veranda. Mm, yes. We'll be serving tea every day, and dinner is at six. There's a schedule in your room. I hope you enjoy your time with us on the Agatha, the premier vessel of the Red or Black Sea. Thank you. You're so nice. We've been all kinds of places lately, and you never know if the people you meet are going to be fun, wacky therapy dogs or dangerous, evil skeleton sorcerers. 
but I have a good feeling about this boat. Oh, ho, 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 only the best luxury craft for the elemental creature of water. Yes. Aww. And of course, we welcome your human as as well. Thanks. Feeling included. Mm-hmm. Humphrey Hummer nods amiably, then heads out. Amiably? Friendly-like. Unpack, relax, get yourselves settled. We'll be casting off soon. And he disappears around the back of the cabin, next to the water wheel. All right. Let's see this room. Fish with legs throws the door open, and her jaw drops. <gasps> oh, my moon goddess. Oh, Matt, I'm so sorry. I was meant to be done before you boarded. What? No, not you. The stuff. I want to touch everything. Fish rushes into the room. The outside of the Agatha could honestly use some work. But this guest cabin can only be described as luxurious. Wood gleams, glass sparkles, pillows flush. All the furniture is bolted to the ground, but there's probably a boat reason for that. Oh, Um, who are you? Also, there's a mantis there with a bunch of cleaning supplies. Sorry, Miss Jones. And I was- How do you know my name? You're the only human on the manifest. Oh. I work here. My name's Mandy Mandel. I I was cleaning the room for you. October scrutinizes her. She's wearing a mustard yellow work dress, an apron, and a gold pendant around her neck. She twists it nervously in a big ol' mantis claw. Unlike the others, she has four legs and only two arms. Watch out. Where'd it go? Oh, that's okay. Fish is touching everything leaving fin prints on glossy surfaces. Okay, thank you. Could you please leave now? It's clean enough. Yes, of course. Uh, Sorry again, I'll just get out of your antenna. She grabs her stuff and leaves, closing the door gently behind her. Oh, Blark, this is going to take a while. I don't know how much I like being locked up on this boat with all these bugs, fish with legs. Oh, Mm-hmm. Uh, this is always a hard conversation to have with someone, but, um, I think that's because you're a teeny tiny bit racist. No, it's not that. You made some progress with Crap Crap MD, but you have a lot of ingrained biases. You don't feel weird at all about this whole situation? A boat with this reputation just happened to be available this short notice? I smell something fishy. You know, maybe a boat is a perfect place for us to have that talk. About marine sensitivity. Maybe I can take advantage of this, though. Do some research, gather some intel for when we get back to Herovia. Back to Herovia? Yeah. After we save the world, we'll be heroes. Our long list of crimes won't matter anymore. Well, I, I Let's really... take a look around. Never, never in my life. Excuse me. What was that? October heads straight for the door. Wait, October, are we leaving? Uh, well, um, I mean, I, I guess I can finish touching everything later. Fish with legs reluctantly follows October out onto the deck. A stately old aunt in a luridly peacock blue frock and paisley shawl is haranguing Brody Body, who is almost buried in a pile of matching luggage. He dealt with the old bags, at least. Is this any way to treat a member of the peerage? I tell you, and another thing. Ma'am? Ma'am? How dare you! I am Duchess Antingberg of Ancaster! I will not tolerate being addressed with such disrespect for my station! The ant's big hoop skirt keeps whacking him on the shins as she paces beside him. Is this any way to treat a passenger, let alone a- Your grace. Good. Now go. 
Now! She bustles around the other side of the cabin, trailing the unfortunate beetle. Yeesh. October, did you see... Um... October is inspecting a very large crate near the nose of the ship, with a symbol like four interlocking circles burned into the side. What does this say? Uh, I don't know. It's not Ant. Hmm. She flips open her book and starts scribbling. Hey, anthropology. Well, you have no taste. My jokes are funny. Oh, is this your plan to find the elemental creature of Earth? What? Oh, yeah. October continues copying the symbol as Fish looks over the list of squiggles higher up on the page. It's just kind of random notes about the Temple of Dirt. It's in the desert, but there's no map or anything in here. A map for the Temple of Dirt? A wasp sits up on top of the crate. He's wearing a scarlet button-down, unbuttoned halfway down his chest, tucked into tight tan pants, and a brown hat. Scruffy, but dashing. He's smirking at them. I think all of history is looking for a map to the Temple of Dirt. The wasp leans down and snags October's book out of her hand. Hey, give it back! Interesting. Where'd you get this? October swipes her book back. That's personal. I was just sitting here waiting for someone to work the crane so I could finish with my cargo. You're the one who walked up and started blabbing. Oh, yeah, which is obviously an invitation to steal my journal. He hops off the crate, his antenna cocked. You wrote that? October crosses her arms. Maybe. None of your business, thief. Hey, I'm just curious. How do young Herovian and the elemental creature of water end up looking for the Temple of Dirt? Also none of your business. Yeah, stealing October's book was definitely a misstep. She doesn't really trust strangers, and she also has issues with giant insects, Mr. Mr. Um... O'Connell. Waspington O'Connell. Oh, hi! I'm Fish With Legs. I'm a fish with legs, and you already know I'm the elemental creature of water. Yeah, how exactly did you know that? I'm a professor of archaeology at the University of Atlanta. My interest is academic. Right, because if you had an agenda, you'd tell us. Fair enough. October stares him down. Mm. He casually examines her, then turns his attention to Brody the Beetle, who comes back around the main cabin. And don't you dare scuff a single valise! I'll show you scuffs, you wicked old monks. He spots them and goes out of his way to avoid them on his way back to pick up more of the old Ant Lady's stuff. Wow, she brought a lot of stuff. Maybe we can help each other out. I have some business in Casamanta, and you have some pretty compelling stuff in that book. Think about it. Yeah, sure. You seen that mantis girl lately? She was supposed to help me load my cargo. Oh, she went that way. She points toward the back of the boat. Well then, ladies. He gives them a lazy salute with his hat, then walks away. He seemed... Nice. Nice? Well, he has a nice hat. Oh. Brody Body the Beetle appears once again, scanning the deck before hoisting the docking ramp over his shoulder. Ms. Jones, Ms. Willegs, we're casting off. Enjoy your voyage and so on. Thank you, Brody Body. Uh-huh. He continues past them to open a locker in the cabin and stow the ramp. He has to do some shoving. It does not want to stay in there. Do you need help? Oh, you got it. You got it. October stares out at the port as it slowly recedes. Goodbye, Brazil. 
Goodbye, Herovia. Yeah, very exciting. Lots of new friends, new adventures, new places. I'm not really interested in making friends with a bunch of posh bugs. Oh, right. Um, okay. Uh, lots of new resources for spying and history and nerd stuff. <sighs> Come on. Let's go have some virgin mimosas. Mimosas always make you feel better. No, they always make you feel better. Which makes you feel better. As Fish skips away, October reluctantly pushes off from the railing and follows her toward the upper deck. Oh, I think technically any covered structure on the deck of a boat is called the cabin. But the rooms inside are also called cabins. Right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused now. Let's stop. Okay. One, two, three. Hello, Hello and, and welcome, welcome aboard the premiere. Aboard oh, the Agatha? Oh. oh. Sorry. I lost it. <laughs> okay. The, the premiere vessel of, of the, the red, red or black, black sea. sea. Can we do one lawn at a time instead? Sure. Thank you for listening to October Jones and Fisher Legs. Created by Dexter Lavery Calendar. Zoe Bougeau. And Elizabeth Nivine. With music by Alexander Cruz. With the voices of Tyson Fraley. Sarah Capana. Takeshi Fukushima. Aaron Feldman. Brianna Bagshaw Stocks. This is more voices than I thought. Hannah Jack Halcrow. Hannah Jack. Hold on, that one was mine. I thought you skipped it. Don't matter. And Pavlo Toll. There's also these ones at the bottom. I guess they're the least important. Brody. Last but not least, Zoe Bougeau, Aaron Dunlop, and Elizabeth Nivey. Great job. Captain Hummer just told me I'm the engineer now? And also our marketing? I don't know how to do either of those. But we're supposed to include an ad. Oh, you got this. Okay. How's this? The Agatha, taking you where you need to go. The Agatha. Bet you wish you could afford the other one. <laughs> we can't say that. Um, the Agatha. Mm. Next stop, the future. The Agatha. You probably won't die. And review your experience here on our boat. Or the podcast. On Apple Podcasts. Thank you.